Hello, remote friends. The information from this podcast is rich with remote support, but it's even more important that you go from information to application to get the best results possible. Remote work is here to stay, and we want to help you on your way. So let us know how we can support you even more by visiting remotepathways.com. There you will find a quick link to talk with us directly. Reach out to Jen for all your teamwork, leadership, coaching, and facilitation needs. And reach out to Michelle for developing a healthy, sustainable rhythm of life through spiritual practices, 90-day projects, and simple structures to support your remote working journey. Until we connect, thank you for listening. It's such an honor going remote together with you. Let's explore the remote world. Together we'll discover the people, places, and pathways to working remotely. We'll engage in great conversations, share tips and valuable resources, and connect you with voices from the field. Let's go remote together. Hey, Michelle, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing pretty good, Jen. Expecting rain to come. You know, we are in April and they say April showers bring May flowers and a storm is brewing, as they say. So I'm expecting rain today. What's happening in your world? Well, we've had the storm. It's interesting that your storm is brewing. Ours has just passed and I got to, you know, run through the raindrops <laughs> in an earlier meeting today. Um, because today is Tuesday and you know, it's all about productivity. It's all about getting things done, which is really the spotlight of our topic today, which is productivity in the hybrid world. And I'm excited to dive into this because I think, you know, productivity is has been an interesting thing in the last couple of years of the pandemic. Now that people are working often hybrid two or three days a week or maybe two or three days a month, how do we really maximize things? How do we get back some of those boundaries that I think people were really missing in a work from home environment? So what, what are you excited about with our topic today of productivity in the hybrid world? Yeah, as you were talking, I just got that visual, you know, because we're on the hybrid highway. And so I saw this big giant green exit sign in my imagination that said productivity. So I'm looking forward to exiting off and just spending a little time on this road here talking about, I think you're going to share five tips for hybrid productivity. I can remember things that way. So yeah, I'm looking forward to today's conversation on the hybrid highway. Love it. Love it. Well, you know, I know you're also a plan do track facilitator as well. So I know this is a, a topic near and dear. And if anyone hasn't heard of my 2018 plan do track virtual remote, you know, uh, workbook and planner, definitely think about picking up a copy because it's just as relevant for the hybrid world and probably even more so than just the all remote. So today, yeah, we're going to talk hybrid. And again, think about your context and what hybrid might mean for you. Maybe you are continuing to work from home. Maybe you have gone back to the office. Uh, a lot of people are sort of in that mid-ground of spending few days in the office and a few days at home, which is amazing, but it can have an impact on productivity because we might find that we do have different quote-unquote work rhythms, as you would say, Michelle, in both locations. So five tips for hybrid productivity. Number one is really think about what's going to help you do your best work. You know, what is that flow that you've mastered with your work from home? And then what is the flow that you've always enjoyed in the office environment? I think there's probably a nexus or an intersect there 
between your two different types of work rhythms. And you might be noticing, and I've heard this a lot from my clients, you know, in the advent back to the office, a lot of people's time, once again, is getting consumed. I'll use that word nicely, consumed with meetings. And I think we've, you know, meetings, it it didn't matter whether we were all remote or back in the office. It's like meetings are the dearth or the, you know, just the, the albatross of so many people these days. So really one area to look at in terms of hybrid productivity, what makes sense? Um, What are the best ways to be holding meetings? Because we want to make sure that they're inclusive, that we're communicating all the time, and they do need to also have their own boundaries around it. So that leads me to area number two, which is really think about the boundaries and priorities you want to create. Um, I think what a lot of people are already finding is missing is that time for themselves, right? If people are having to add commutes back on, you know, think about what the best way to commute is. Maybe there are options, maybe there aren't, but are there certain things you need to do like batching activities? Maybe, you know, if you are a commuter again, uh, are, are you driving every day? Is there a public transport option that is safe and secure? Or do you really need to look at how do I reschedule, like getting things done? So that might mean returning to routines like batch cooking on weekends or pulling out that slow cooker again if you're leaving early in the morning and getting back late at night. So think about the um, the rhythm and, you know, what you can be doing to also make that commute time um, as productive as it can be, which I know having been a longtime commuter early in my career, Like I loved public transit back then because I would get on the subway and I would read, I would just do stuff. Uh, Even moving here, you know, 13, 14 years ago, I love getting on the train. And in saying that there's only so much you can do on a train two hours a day, it really does mean that you have to redo your whole week and look at how you get certain tasks that are just essential. I do believe there are certain personal tasks that we need to get done on a regular basis and have time to do it, especially if we're a parent, especially if we're a caretaker, and we want to have, you know, good balance in our lives. So let me pause here and just see what you're connecting with so far, Michelle. What What's resonant or what have you been hearing from the people you support in the hybrid world? I would say a majority of my conversations with the people that I work with are they're either in their car going to or from somewhere Or they're sitting in a parking lot, either to pick up their children, they're about to go in the store, they're about to go in a meeting. But oftentimes, the people that I work with are on the go. So yes, we're having those mobile conversations. So it's important. Um, Sometimes I'm in my office, sometimes I'm on the go, but I need to be able to move with the people that I serve. Yeah, I think it's it's great that you bring back the word mobility, right? It's interesting. A couple of years ago, I was talking about still the importance of mobility. And someone said, but wait, mobility is dead. It's like, no, no, mobility will be back, right? It will be back. And I think that means, um, you know, us thinking about what helps us do our best work in different locales. So this is sort of related to where I started this for point one. But, you know, what about accessibility, right? Accessibility of information, accessibility of like just the ease and flow of working because as people have gone back into you know i'm from toronto and and we really have like a very vibrant downtown core huge office buildings but you know most of the guts of those office buildings have been transformed gone are the you know dedicated office space a lot of people are going into a hoteling environment where really they 
don't have a space and they're having to bring everything with them. So what's going to help you get grounded and set up for your best work is also a really um, key issue. And I think accessibility and really being attuned to what do I need? Mm -hmm. And this may take us back to that old project management adage of like 10 minutes of planning can save us 60 minutes of unfocused effort. And I can't stress how important it is in a hybrid space, especially if you're doing like one day on in the office, one day back at home, to really take that maybe start of day and end of day planning period, five or 10 minutes to really do a checklist. What do I need for tomorrow? What do I need to carry forward? What do I physically physically need or what do I need access to? Because if we find ourselves in an environment we don't have what we need, that can totally derail the whole process. Um, and, and my guess is if you're back in an office space, chances are that's going to be one of your more quote-unquote collaborative intentionality days. Because what the office gurus are saying is you need to be in the office to have better collaboration. That is the, that is the, the principle. Uh, whether it's a myth or not, I think already we're seeing a lot of people say, you know what, just being here is not physically allowing me to do better work. You know, it's just I'm still in my still in my little desk. I'm not necessarily meeting anyone. So a shout out to those of you in, you know, decision-making and influencing abilities. Think about how you can be creating real opportunity for the value of bringing people back into the office. And that may mean really talking through how do we adjust workflow? What are maybe dedicated days that are earmarked in a month so that everyone is focused on it? are focused on collaboration and team development or things like that. So that is area three, sort of, you know, accessibility, but also, you know, the planning piece of like the micro view of the days and then the meta view of the, of the month. And it reminds me again, you mentioned the resource of plan, do track, but what you were talking about, the plan, do track resource uh, is the workbook is what I use in order to do that. So it's in one spot. I always think of it this, I turn to this workbook for my professional lens, because I could have a lot of things going on in my world. But it just helps me anchor my focus and just get in there and plan. And I'm going back to the same space over and over. And, and it's an analog resource, right? This is yes. why it came out as a book. It's a, a planner in the quarterly, monthly, annual frame. And I think for those of us that really do like to have that, you know, that monthly plan spread out in front of us, it is that dedicated um, partner, like it's the sibling, it's the partner to your phone or whatever, you know, whether you do digital planning of your hours or you do physical planning, you know, like we need the bigger view as well. And just looking at my schedule is not going to give me the plan items of the big rocks that I need to get done in any given day, as Stephen Covey would say. So you ready for the last two, right? Because productivity is productivity. And I think, you know, we take back to plan do track let's go back to tracking and what are you tracking and this is where really you know getting clear on how much time you're spending back to the good old plan do track time tracker and i talk about this in reconnecting workspaces as well it's one of the team tools i think it's a great practice to get the team to really think about where their time is going back to some of the comments i've made already how much time are we spending in meetings how much time are we spending in getting and gearing up for work that may point to some adjustments that need to be made. And so without data, 
it's really hard for us to make a business case around it. It's hard for us to go and advocate to our boss that, you know what, it really doesn't make sense for me to be here in two days a week or three days a week. Maybe it makes better sense for me to be here two days a week and spend that extra day really getting things done and actioning the items that I've been assigned in meetings. And I'm sort of, you know, not sarcastically going back to this, but in part sarcastically going back to this, because I'm just finding that people are almost, um, you know, drowning in the waves of meeting after meeting and task list and not having time to get it done. So with that, uh, fifth and final piece around productivity in the hybrid world, of course, is communication. So really think about communicating on your needs, your priorities, um, how things overlap, If you are one of the many people who have been hired by an organization, you know, you may be wanting to set up formal and informal meetings, you know, meeting other people in the organization. I think this is where we want to go back to practices like earmarking a weekly coffee break with someone or monthly coffee break with someone. You know, it's not... If we do things in these bite-sized chunks, like the daily steps plus consistent action equals momentum in in the plan to track world, it means that we can really get some traction happening if we're just doing it one a week instead of trying to meet everyone all at a time. So those are the tips for today. A few things to think about with productivity. Um, Again, Michelle, what are you sort of connecting with as you think about all of these ideas? Is there one that you want to incorporate or encourage your clients to be thinking about? Put these planning times on your calendar. Give yourself that gift. See them as margin makers, you know, for margin makers in your life. And then that last point about communication, broaden that scope beyond just your work colleagues. Um, Have those conversations with your friends and family members too. communicate with them because that will open the door for opportunity of you guys being in alignment with schedules and possibilities to gather together. Just that communication piece, you can start in that professional realm, but let that kind of flow out into your other relationships too. Not that you have to tell everybody everything that you're doing all the time, but those key appointments, those key things. Um, So yeah, put those planning things on your calendar, communication. And then I think the last thing that I would add to this, and you've brought this to my life because it connects to that tracking is follow-up, you know? So yes, plan on the front end, but then follow up because that also establishes that huge thing that you were talking about of trust, safety, and connection. And I cannot be in the perfection waters there because I'm not always great at follow-up, but at least move in that direction because it does make a, a beautiful impact. Absolutely. So, you know, as we go to wrap this up, I think you've probably really clear on the five tips for hybrid productivity, but just to sort of reemphasize some of these elements of what's different, what's different from, you know, all in or all remote is the fact that it can be more complex. So we need to spend more time intentionally building those relationships back to the seven remote enablers plus the IV intentionality is key. What do we want to, you know, who do we want to connect with? When are we going to do that? When is it in the schedule? And also, you know, what am I going to do to keep myself at top at top peak, especially if commuting is back on the books? And I think this is a really key one. We've got to renew. It's exhausting as we adopt new schedules. 
it's exhausting if you're a parent to not only be, you know, managing your world, your professional life, your personal life, your family life. So just give yourself some grace. And I love your tip, Michelle, of building in time, not only for planning, but for self-care. I think that's a, a really key one because as much as, uh, you know, and this is, this is a debatable point, but it's certainly the discussion here, you know, as much as the world is reopening, the pandemic is not over, right? The virus is still around and people are still getting ill and, you know, also losing lives. So how are we ensuring that we're at peak as we go? So productivity in the hybrid world, we hope that you've enjoyed it. Think about your communication, your practices, your priorities, and what you're clear on as you continue to move forward in your world. Yeah. So thank you again for today, Jen. Great topic that you brought to the virtual table. And, you know, if if you're out there listening, who comes to mind? Who can you reach out to to have this conversation? How can we help you? This is work that we're passionate about. So reach out to us or let your voice be heard. We want to hear from you. What's what's working for you in productivity in the hybrid world? So until we see you again or speak to you again here on the hybrid highway, have a great day. And we look forward to our next conversation. 